Welcome to Mother Miriam Live on the Station of the Cross Catholic Radio Network with live video streaming brought to you by LifeSite News and the Station of the Cross. Call Mother with your questions at 1-877-511-5483 or email her at mother at thestationofthecross.com. You can view the live stream on Facebook at Mother Miriam Live. Now, here's Mother Miriam. Good morning, beloved family. I'm happy to be with you. I pray that you are all doing well. Um, I'm going to give you a prayer request that I received this morning. We received many prayer requests, but this is um, extremely hard, and I'm going to ask all of you to pray for a family with four children, a beautiful family with four children, four under the age of six and there was a car crash outside of their house, um, and the husband went to help. Uh, he got the woman out, and when he went to help the man, the man shot him in the head and killed him. Um, the wife, uh, at the moment, is uh, suicidal, um, and not because she agrees with it morally, but because she cannot handle what has just happened. You know, when we hear stories like this, we think whatever we're facing, whatever the trials, whatever the problems in our family, whatever uh, financial, whatever the situation is, beloved, uh, it, it puts it in perspective, doesn't it? That our entire world is crashing down and painfully, utterly, forever changed in a single moment when this man went out to help them. I didn't know them, just went out to help them. So I ask you to pray for this family, and I ask you to consider that you may not have today even to live. You may not have tomorrow. Your wife may not have, your children, your husband, your mother, your father, whoever it is. Uh, we need to live this faith as if it's true. We need to live it now. We have no control over the future. Absolutely none, beloved. So I do ask you to pray for this family, this uh, awful, tragic situation. Um, and I ask you to love one another. And whatever your issues are, get them settled or put them away. Put them away. Live life as God has given it to you. And um, you will never lack the grace to do that. You will lack the grace to mess it up. You will lack the grace to be selfish, to want it your way. But you will never lack the grace to love even the unlovable. You will, that's God's specialty because he loves us. And he doesn't love us because we're lovable. Um, the scriptures tell us he died for us while we were yet sinners, while we cursed him and spit on him and nailed him to the cross. And he said, Father, forgive them. They don't know what they're doing. And we don't know. We knew that we nailed him. We knew that we killed him. We knew all that. But the Apostle Paul said if we knew who he was and what we were really doing, we would not have killed uh, the Son of Glory. So all sin, anger, sin, selfishness, utterly blinds us, beloved. It utterly blinds us. Um, keeps us from reality. The reality is that there's a hell and that there's a heaven and that we have a choice, not just every day, but every moment of 
every day where we will go. So if you're living in sin, quit it right now. Absolutely quit it. If you're living with a woman or a man who's not your spouse legally, uh, sacramentally, your husband or wife, leave today. Pack up your bags. Don't plan it. Leave. Do that. Leave and then plan. Don't plan and then leave. Just leave. Um, If you are a young person and you are in a sexually intimate relationship, uh, you and the person you are with have chosen a path to hell. You say, I haven't chosen that. Yes, you have. That is the reality. So um, I would beg you, I beg you to repent, get your lives together, pray for this family that has this awful tragedy. And if you want your children to grow up Catholic, you want them to be sensitive to moral standards, to a right and holy life, the life for which they were created to begin with, live your vocation as parents. And that is to raise your children in the faith. And if they're going to a public school or a Catholic school that is not Catholic anymore, you need to take them out. I just ordered and received a magazine. It's called New American, um, uh, that freedom, subtitled, that freedom shall not perish, and New American, and it is a special report on education, and the whole magazine is that, and it's focusing on rescuing children. Well, associations can do that. They can give us warning signs, but we are the only ones that can rescue our children. And it's interesting. I read just a couple of articles that just arrived yesterday. Um, It said what I've been saying. Would you put your children into a building if the building was on fire? And it said something else that I said. I was, I I said, there, there you are. Would you do that? Um, I'm going to read you uh, the article on rescuing, rescue, rescuing, sorry, our children. It's an overview of the whole situation, including the history of it, um, how we got there today. Now, this is not going to be of total interest to everybody because it, it, it goes through the pattern, the life of government and change and blindness. But the next article is the actual corruption of our children. Government schools are sexualizing, perverting, and confusing children. They're doing it not. They will do it. They're doing it now. And apparently so are many Catholic schools. I'll just read this article to you. It's, again, these magazines for me um, on shiny paper with small print. Don't get old because your eyes don't work as they used to. Okay, here we go. And it is um, subtitled here, just the summary, The Education Fight Between Those Who Want to Provide Solid Schooling in the Three R's, some people don't even know what the Three R's anymore, and other subjects, and those who want to change kids' I hate the word kids. Everybody uses it today. The children's core beliefs... And that is, that um, fight is culminating. Um, And guess who is losing, beloved? Um, 
if you have your children in public schools or Catholic schools that are no longer Catholic, you are losing. And you are responsible, not the schools, for corrupting your children, for having them there. Okay, giving up parenting. Here is the article now. There is a silent struggle raging right now upon which the future of America and her liberties depends, literally. At its core, the struggle revolves around who will be responsible for children and their upbringing. Ultimately, there are only two options, parents or government. That's it. We talk public school. The government's not raising my children. They're going to public school. Who runs that? It's the government. You're either going to raise them yourself or you're turning them over to the government. And if you turn them over to Catholic schools, you're still not raising them. You need to know what's going on. Right now, the government appears to be winning. It is gaining ground with each passing generation and with each passing day through the public education system. But if luminaries of the left get their way, this is only the beginning. The end goal goes far beyond education and touches every aspect of life. More than 20 years ago, Hillary Clinton published a book called It Takes a Village. The key takeaway from the book is that the raising of children needs to be viewed as a collective responsibility and that the government must take a much more active role. <clears throat> Beloved, that sentence should scare you enough that, it, that the ground would be laid for others to raise your children, eventually get you out of the picture. More recently, MSNBC host Melissa Harris-Perry did a segment going even further. Quote, we have to break through our private idea that kids, listen to this, this is Twilight Zone. She said, we have to break through our private idea that kids belong to their parents or kids belong to their families and recognize that kids belong to whole communities. Did you hear that? This is not one person thinking this. This is the devil penetrating society and convincing them that the children you bear, you have no right to them. The community has a right to them, the government, and they have power over you. The insanity of thinking that your children belong to you. Um, let me reread that sentence. We have to break through our private idea that kids belong to their parents or kids belong to their families and recognize that kids belong to the whole, to whole communities, she said, calling for the rearing of children to be everybody's responsibility and not just the households, end quote. The year before that... United States Secretary of Education Ann Duncan proposed government boarding schools saying there are certain kids we should have 24-7. You hear that? There are certain kids 
we should have, we, the government, should have 24-7. You know, I'm reading this, and I'm, I'm thinking I'm looking at some science fiction movie. This is insane. This is an hour day. Of course, the idea is not new. In 1932, American Communist Party leader William J. Foster, in his book, Toward Soviet America, outlined similar goals. Quote, among the elementary measures the American Soviet government will adopt to further the culture, the cultural evolution are the following. Let me read that sentence. I read it a little choppy. Quote, among the elementary measures, the American Soviet government will adopt to further the cultural revolution are the following. The schools, colleges, and universities will be coordinated and grouped under the National Department of Education and its state and local branches, he wrote. Still quoting, the studies will be revolutionized being cleansed of religious, patriotic, and other features of the bourgeois ideology. The students will be taught on the basis of Marxian, Marxian, that's communistic, dialectical material, materialism, internationalism, and the general ethics of the new socialist society. Just as, beloved, the crisis in the church with the utter corruption of the priesthood, homosexuality, all of that, that was a plot long ago, over a hundred years ago, to destroy the church, to destroy the family. That's Satan's goal. And it was a plot. And they plotted to put priests uh, not priests, well, men, good-looking, strong seminarians with no faith and no morals into the seminaries. And they became priests, and some of them are our cardinals today. That was a plan, and this is a plan, beloved. Indeed, let's see, this article is by uh, Alex Newman. Indeed, he says, dictators have long understood that shaping the minds of children is the surest method of keeping power. As national, national socialist Nazi tyrant Adolf Hitler, I'm sorry, I'm messing up all kinds of words today, Adolf Hitler put it, quote, he alone who owns the youth gains the future. And of course, that's what he did. It is almost self-evident that anyone interested in subverting freedom in the United States and worldwide would use education as a means to that end. And that is exactly what is happening in the special report um, that this special report will document beyond a shadow of a doubt. Hold on a moment. I have to adjust this and see if it'll help. The battle over education is about 
more than just whether children will be properly educated. Beloved, I don't know how to impress upon us how dangerous this is and how I'm not speaking of the future. It's already completely in place. It's just a matter of degrees. The frog that boils to death in a big pot of water on the stove, he's been put in place hours and hours before, and the little simmer light under the stove, um, as we've talked about before, raises the temperature so imperceptibly that his little body, which little frogs' bodies are wont to do, uh, it continues to adjust until he boils to death. Nothing new needs to take place. He just needs to remain in the water. I tell you, nothing new needs to happen. All you need to do is keep your children in public schools or Catholic schools that are destroying them um, and give your children to the government and society to raise. You're a frog in warm water. That's what you're doing. You're, you are putting them into their death. Education. So let me I tell you why I made that comment is because uh, after our first break, as you know, we have an entire half hour to ourselves. And I would uh, invite you to call in. Yes, as always, with anything on your heart, it never has to be our subject. But if you're in a dilemma, maybe you're a single parent. Maybe you need two jobs in the family. Maybe you don't know how to do it. Maybe there's you see no options. Maybe there are no options we can come up with. I invite you to call in and we'll put our heads together. Because um, you are putting your children into the fire. You're saving for their future and allowing them to be completely ruined in the present. Education, uh, Alex Newman continues, education, it turns out, is the secret weapon of those seeking to build what they frequently refer to in public as a new world order. And they not only admit it, they boast of it in public. The very future of the United States as a free and self-governing republic hinges on the outcome of this battle. After all, if the overwhelming majority of children in the coming generations are sufficiently indoctrinated, every struggle between freedom and tyranny will even event will eventually be lost, every single one. I'm going to read that again. If the overwhelming majority of children in the coming generations are sufficiently indoctrinated, every struggle between freedom and tyranny will eventually be lost. Every period, single period, one period. That's the way it reads in the article. Every single one. It will be in vain for you to try to raise your children Catholic at home. It will be in vain. It will be a vain to keep them as moral citizens. They will become machines of the government, indoctrinated. Taxes will go up. Gun rights will be smashed. Tax-funded abortion will slaughter millions more children. Health care will be totally taken over by government. Our nation's independence 
will give way to globalism. Property rights will be superseded by the establishment's vision of the common good. That's what socialism is, beloved. Biblical morality will be replaced. The United Nations will grow more and more powerful. Name your issue and realize that if you stand for faith, family, and freedom, I need to turn the page, realize that if you stand for faith, family, and freedom, um, you lose. Let me make sure I've got that right. Hold on. Yeah. You are going to lose over the long run if totalitarians control the education of children. And I think the long run is very short because it's already happening, beloved. And right now they do. They don't even bother to hide it. That's what I'm saying. They already do control it. That means almost 90% of American children are having their minds shaped by those who oppose God, who oppose individual freedom, who oppose self-government. As this magazine will show, even if the totalitarians are only successful in indoctrinating most of their victims, there will be no future for liberty and constitutional self-government in America. And thus, education becomes perhaps the single most important political issue in America today. And if you say, well, I'm not into politics, I just need to raise my family, you've got to get them out of government schools. No matter what you do at home, your children will not be immune. They will not be immune. Just as you cannot take a child to an X-rated film and watch people making love on the screen, and the screen is a hundred times their size, they're having that image in their mind, they will never be free of that. They will never be free of that. And your children will not be free of what the government um, corruption is. You read, I read the statement that they, there are some children, they, they said they should have 24-7. Why they should? Because these children are good and they're intelligent and they can shape them and they could be future Hitlers. And the agenda, the article says now, is sustainable socialism. Sustainable socialism. And I tell you, It is astounding to me. I guess I'm still naive in part. It is astounding to me that um, most of the candidates running against our president are spouting socialism, and they're doing it as if they are a um, um, social service care organization. It is evil. It will destroy. And if they think it is good and it's going to solve our problems, they are a tool of the enemy who, who are so blind they don't see. I'll go on with the article. In 1990, amid the U.S. invasion of Iraq, then-President George H.W. Bush spoke publicly of what he called a, quote-unquote, new world 
order. As part of this order, Bush told America that a, quote, credible United Nations, end quote, would use its peacekeeping role to fulfill the promise and vision of the UN's founders. This is blind, beloved. This is blind. First, the article says, first, consider the fact that the UN's founders included Joseph Stalin. How People are, you know, if we don't know our history, someone said, we're doomed to repeat it. This is shockingly blind here. Consider the fact that the UN's founders included Joseph Stalin, one of history's most brutal tyrants, as well as his U.S. agent convicted Soviet spy and first U.N. Secretary General Alger Hiss. Then consider that the New World Order would be based on their vision, not the vision of America's founding fathers. Well, beloved, that's enough for today. There's the music for our break, Saved by the Bell, and you are welcome to call in, dear ones. Toll free with anything at all that's on your heart, one eight seven seven five one one five four eight three or email at mother at the station of the cross dot com. We'll be right back. from 6 to 7 a.m. Eastern Time for Sermons for Everyday Living, a program that brings you real sermons from real priests on topics important to you and your faith. Visit thestationofthecross.com for details. Are you having a hard time keeping up with all that's going on these days in the Vatican? Did you know that LifeSite puts out a monthly print news magazine in beautiful full color? Our magazine, Faithful Insight, gives you all the most important coverage from Rome and lets you read it away from the computer, phone, or tablet. It summarizes dozens of new happenings down to the essentials, but provides full analysis on all the most important developments. Faithful Insight brings you the coverage of the Vatican that you know and expect from LifeSite in a different form. It has received high praise from cardinals, bishops, priests, and faithful who want to stay abreast of the most crucial battle in our time, the battle for the soul of the church. Subscribe today at faithfulinsight.com and may God bless you. St. Augustine of Hippo said, Our hearts were made for you, O Lord, and they are restless until they rest in you. How many countless drivers do you pass on the road each day who don't know the Lord and who are struggling in their own lives? Help bring them comfort by displaying a Catholic Radio bumper magnet on your car. We offer free bumper magnets to promote Catholic Radio so others will come to know our Lord through listening. For your free bumper magnets, 
click the Promote tab at the top of our website, thestationofthecross.com. That's thestationofthecross.com. Then click the Promote tab at the top of our website. Thank you for sharing Catholic Radio wherever your journeys take you. Welcome to Mother Miriam Live on the Station of the Cross Catholic Radio Network with live video streaming brought to you by LifeSite News and the Station of the Cross. Call Mother with your questions at 1-877-511-5483 or email her at mother at thestationofthecross.com. Welcome back beloved to Mother Miriam Live. We have a whole half hour to ourselves, and I invite you to call in with anything on your heart. As I say often, the heart of the matter is the matter of your heart. It does not need to be our subject. Um, and so you're welcome to call in toll-free or text at one 511 5483 or email at mother at thestationofthecross.com. We're going to go to an email from Joy, who writes, Dearest and Beloved Mother Miriam. My, how sweet that is, Joy. My question is the disparity between Pope Francis recognizing the Chinese state-sanctioned communist Catholic Church's seven living illegitimate bishops and regularizing their status in the church while also arranging for two legitimate ones to step aside and the Vatican slash Pope will not recognize the bishops ordained in the SSPX order by Archbishop Lefebvre or the slaves of the Immaculate Heart in New Hampshire who are persecuted for their adherence to the teaching. There is no, to the teaching that there is no salvation outside the Catholic Church. In these very difficult times, with the sexual predator, homosexual prelates of our Catholic Church, numerous liturgical abuses, and lack of teaching of Catholic doctrine, these two groups show us more of the truth of our faith, even if they have gone outside the church authority in their practice. <clears throat> As time goes on, I find comfort and truth in the belief that there is no salvation outside the Catholic Church. If we faithful Catholics know we cannot get to heaven unless we practice the sacraments, what hope is there for those who have left the church or the souls who have never been catechized? Finally, I so look forward to your visit to Assumption College in on November 23rd. I've been spreading the word and telling friends about the 2019 Catholic Worcester, uh, Worcester Women's Conference, Love in Jesus and Mary Joy. Yes, beloved, I, I haven't thought to announce it, but I'll, I'll be um, one of three speakers, I believe, at the Catholic Women's Conference in Worcester, W-O-R-C-E-S-T-E-R, uh, on November 23rd. Massachusetts. But as far as your um, your email, dear Joy, I am as perplexed and heartbroken as you are about all of this. Truly, I am. Uh, I have no answer for it. I don't think anyone has an answer for what Cardinal Zen has told the Pope directly is an utter betrayal of 
Chinese Catholics. I, I, I can't see it any other way, and Cardinal Zen has said so, so I'm not spreading anything here. It's public. Um, how the Pope can recognize illegitimate bishops and dismiss legitimate ones uh, who were um, uh, helping Catholics and now and made that agreement with China, and now they are utterly destroying physically and in every other way a Catholic Church is completely destroying shrines, uh, closing any underground activities. It is um, it is utter evil, and I I just don't know why the Pope did that. Um, we can come up with our own uh, thoughts, but we don't know. It, it's too uh, evil to us. It's too unimaginable. Um, so why the Pope would do that, and yet not uh, clear up the uh, schism of the SSPX and uh, shut down a very traditional, solid teaching orders, uh, even calling them rigid, is um, it is. Uh, it has to it has to be a mystery we don't know all that's behind it although i think much of what's behind it is being exposed day by day it makes us ill and it is i think simply moving toward what cardinal ratzinger um prior to his being pope benedict said in a full book interview that within our generation the church will go underground the true church will go underground it's happening i think I think it's happening. So it's, um, uh, it's, it's truly, um, when you say what hope is there for those who have left the church or the souls have never been catechized, those we leave in God's hands. God holds us accountable for what we know and not what we don't know. And the reason we don't know it, Our Lady of Fatima has said, souls go to hell uh, because no one's telling them. So... It, we have to leave that to God, the way we leave unbaptized babies to God. We have to leave what we haven't been told for sure. We have to leave that to God, all right? Um, we know that baptism is, is an absolute. Uh, it's the only way to be saved, and yet St. Augustine said, um, we are bound to the sacraments, God is not. So we, we leave, we don't make conclusions on them. We leave them to God, but what God has given us is the truth. And if we make exceptions on our own, uh, we have no hope of heaven. We have an email from Jean who says, Dear Mother Miriam, thank you so much for exposing the dangers of our public and Catholic schools as if vaccinations, common core, and sex ed were not enough reason to pull your kids out. Here is another evolution. I was taught evolution all through public school and then college, even being taught that this is also what the Catholic Church believes. <clears throat> it was a huge shock to me later in life to learn from my Protestant homeschooling friends that there is more scientific reason to believe in creation than evolution. My FFI spiritual director I don't know what FFI means. 
but that's okay. My FFI spiritual director then recommended me to a Catholic book called Creation Rediscovered by Gerard Keene. I was amazed how much my faith was boosted when I was able to embrace creationism. I just never realized how much evolution was undermining my faith my whole life till it was gone. A huge weight was lifted. What are your thoughts on this, your thoughts on evolution? Um, God bless. Jean, mother of five from Pennsylvania. Jean, I must comment on your on your email here. There's the music for our second break, so I will respond to it as soon as we come back from this break. Um, and again, beloved, it's, it'll be our last segment. Feel free to call in if you wish, toll free. one 877 511-5483 text at that number as well or email at mother at thestationofthecross.com we'll be right back to High Catholic Radio, welcome to the free mobile app of the Station of the Cross Catholic Radio Network. It's available for download to your Android and Apple mobile devices. If you have any questions about your new app, please contact us at thestationofthecross.com or 1-877-888-6279. That's thestationofthecross.com or 1-877-888-6279. Through your new app, you can listen to podcasts of shows, conference talks, and prayers. View our programming grid, call us directly, and check out our mobile website. You can even learn how you can promote iCatholic Radio in your community. Connect with us through social media and financially support the programming you love. That's all available on your iCatholic Radio mobile app. Thank you for joining our iCatholic Radio family, proclaiming the fullness of truth with clarity and charity. LifeSite News is an international news agency devoted to defending life and family and restoring Christian culture. We aim to educate and activate our readers with the information they need to fight the most crucial battles of our day in their churches, workplaces, and families. Our motto is Caritas in Veritate, love in truth. We firmly believe that promoting the truth is an act of love, however hard it is to hear. Over the last 20 years, we have built a reputation for uncompromising reporting, no matter the cost. LifeSite News is by far the most popular pro-life website on the internet, with over 40 million unique users every year and growing. Check us out at LifeSiteNews.com. Mother Miriam Live on the Station of the Cross Catholic Radio Network with live video streaming brought to you by LifeSite News and the Station of the Cross. Call Mother with your questions at 1-877-511-5483 or email her at mother at thestationofthecross.com. 
Welcome back to Mother Miriam Live, beloved family. This will be our last segment, and so we've got a good 15 minutes. If you wish to call in with anything on your heart, toll-free 1-877-511-5483, or text at that number, or email at mother at thestationofthecross.com. I'm going to quickly reread the email from uh, Jean that we read uh, just prior to the break. She says, thank you so much for exposing the dangers of our public and Catholic schools as if vaccinations, common core, and sex ed were not enough reason to pull your kids out. Here is another evolution. She says, I was taught evolution all through public school and then college, even being taught that this is also what the Catholic Church believes. It was a huge shock to me later in life to learn from my Protestant homeschooling friends. There's a flag right there from my Protestant homeschooling friends that there is more scientific reason to believe in creation than evolution. See, you're learning from Protestants who fell away from the church, who reject the church versus what the church Christ established teaches. This is not a good sign. She says, my FFI, whatever that means, spiritual director, then recommended me to a Catholic book called Creation Rediscovered by Gerard Keene. I was amazed how much my faith was boosted when I was able to embrace creationism. I just never realized how much evolution was undermining my faith my whole life till it was gone. A huge weight lifted was lifted. What are your thoughts on evolution? I am um, not a scientist, not an expert, Gene, but I'll tell you what I do understand, what I do believe that the Catholic Church teaches. It does teach evolution and creation, not creationism. Uh, we believe that God in the beginning was God, and he created the heavens and the earth. Read Genesis. He created everything. It, it's all from God. Nothing exists that's not from God. He created all that is, and he continues to do so. Um, the, the question is whether or not uh, what God created evolves into other forms. And the fact is that it can evolve into other forms, but it cannot evolve from an animal to a human being. We alone are made in the image and likeness of God because we have reason, we have a will, we have a mind to think. So uh, animals do not. Uh, uh, there are some explanations for animal behavior, but they are not human beings. And so whether the earth was created in six days, end of story, uh, or whether it was created over millions of years. Um, both are acceptable theories within the Catholic faith. However, at some point, we must believe that God himself breathed into Adam and Adam became a living human being. So an, an ape, uh, from an amoeba to an ape, is not a human being, no matter how many billions of years evolve. But at some point, God took that creature, who was Adam, and breathed into him. And, 
Adam and Eve are our first parents, whether they evolved into the human species. But again, uh, you cannot have a will, mind, and reason, thought, uh, all of that evolve from nothing, from nothing. Uh, you know, an, an apple can't evolve into a chair. That, that's a ridiculous analogy, actually. But um, so we absolutely believe that God created Adam and Eve. We do. Now, whether he created them on the spot, whether it evolved over billions of years, the church has not, to my knowledge, come down on that definitively. But we must believe that Adam and Eve are our first parents and God it was who breathed into them and gave them a soul and made them a living being. No animal creature uh, can um, produce a, a hum- a, the soul of a human being. It's impossible. So uh, sometimes uh, evolution is referred to as theolo- um, theistic evolution. That was was directed by God. But regardless, um, Adam and Eve are not a product as in, in terms of their humanity, their souls, not a product of evolution. So um, uh, that's the best I can do right now. But you can go to Catholic.com and look that up. Um, I believe Pope Benedict uh, came out with a book on creation and evolution. I'd have to look it up myself to give you a title. So don't throw out the baby with the bathwater. Um, whether it's a six-day creation and God rested on the seventh, or whether it evolved over billions of years, the fact is that God breathed into Adam, made him a living soul, and that soul came directly from God, not from any creature before him. Okay. Um, well, all right. We are. We are. We have no calls. We're out of emails. We're out of texts. My goodness. Um, I can't go to Facebook at the moment to get your questions. Uh, So what I'm going to do, beloved, is I'm going to go back to um, the article we were reading. And you know that if you call in or write or text, I will stop the article and and take take your call or your your email. Okay? All right. We're going to go back to that. This is unusual. Usually we never get through them. And today um, we're completely through them. So... Blessed be God. Okay, here we go. Driving God the Creator. Listen to where we are in this article next to the question we just took. Driving God the Creator out of the public schools was crucial to this agenda. And let me just say to Jean, um, I was a Protestant for um, 18 years, and I graduated Protestant seminary, and I taught through the Bible, and I ran a Bible institute at night, and I know what Protestants teach, and I believed it, of course, but I did not, uh, never understood, and there are wonderful Protestants. I think, um, um, I can't think of his full name now, Geiser, Geisler, um, who believe in theistic evolution, and that God created, but over time. And I was shocked to uh, help uh, hear the priest who helped me into the church, uh, Monsignor James T. O'Connor, um, uh, to tell me that there's nothing wrong with evolution to believe that. It's just that at one point, 
God poured his um, his likeness, um, his image, a soul into that uh, previous animal, so to speak. So um, that gave me an answer that I hadn't had all my Protestant years. Don't ever take Protestant scientific proof over the teaching of the Catholic Church. Don't ever do that. Uh, we need to look at the teach. This is not definitive doctrine that must be believed, but we must consider the the teaching of a church that has lasted for two thousand years, as opposed to Protestant Protestantism, most of which is not a hundred years old today, even though it began five hundred years ago with new denominations starting every day. Be very careful about that. <clears throat> So now, Alec, Alec um, oh dear, forget the, the title of this. Um, yes, Alex Newman, the author of this article. He says, driving God, the creator, out of the public schools was crucial to this agenda, i.e. the agenda of socialism, of ruining our children. The United States Declaration of Independence states that inalienable rights come from the Creator and that government exists to protect these God-given rights. The founders did not view this as a religious issue, you uh, rather but a self-evident truth. They put it, and that's how they called it, a self-evident truth, not a religious issue, a truth from God. However, under the guise of, of separation of church and state, this self-evident truth was gradually expelled from public schools along with prayer and the Bible. Instead, children now learn to love the UN's, quote, Universal Declaration of Human Rights, end quote, a document outlining revocable privileges that have no basis in a creator. Okay. Um, this is amazing. Today, all manner of false religion is taught in school, particularly humanism, and increasingly Islam, occultism, paganism, pantheism, atheism, and more. But the self-evident truth of a creator endowing people with inalienable rights is nowhere to be found. In fact, just mentioning the creator of the Bible in a classroom can result in lawsuits and sanctions by rogue federal courts. Meanwhile, children are bombarded with propaganda claiming science supposedly proves there is no creator. You see that, Jean? That is, that those are the enemies of religion. And that they evolved by chance from apes that came from primordial soup over millions of billions of years. No alternative explanations are allowed. That doesn't eliminate uh, 
the idea of evolution, but it eliminates what is utterly insane to think that man would evolve from an amoeba. There are many other weapons being used to bring about the agenda of the New World Order celebrated by Bush, President, President Bush, President Bill Clinton, billionaire George Soros, and so many other deep state insiders. A key example is a U.N. document created in 1992 known as, quote, U.N. Agenda 21, a program of action, end quote. <clears throat> Under the guise of pursuing, quote, sustainable development to serve, to save the planet, the U.N.-backed ideology demands fewer people and less freedom. And President Bush signed this mammoth agreement, as he put it in a public speech. He called it a mammoth agreement, while vowing that America would be the world's preeminent leader in protecting the global environment. As this special report will show, this, too, is inextricably linked to education. Everything is. Everything is linked to the dumbing down of the human mind. And, beloved, these are my statements. And the controlling of future generations for this one world order who wants only robots. That same year, U.S. Representative Nancy Pelosi, <clears throat> California's Democrat, took to the floor of Congress to celebrate the important work of the U.N. Earth Summit to develop its blueprint, Agenda 21, for global environmental action. She also promoted um, Honorable, uh, I, I cannot, um, H-C-O-N, Res Resolution, I guess, 353, which she explained, quote, outlines a comprehensive national strategy for sustainable development in accordance with the principles of Agenda 21. The next year, hold on. <clears throat> oh, dear. Let me read this last sentence. The next year, President Bill Clinton, who said in public that he agreed with Bush on the need for a new world order, signed Executive Order 12852, creating the President's Council on Sustainable Development. This got the entire federal government involved in imposing Agenda 21-style policies on America. Beloved, a lot of this is unintelligible to us. But if we don't get the point to save our children and separate ourselves from anything of government, we are doomed. Uh, we'll speak with you in the morning, beloved. God bless you. <laughs> 